I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. I'm April, VP of the cutting-edge sex toy company, Hot Octopus, and I dedicate my life to the business of sex. We are on a mission to teach you how to have hot sex, deep intimacy, and how to make your own rules for who you are as a sexual being. Welcome Welcome to to the Shameless Sex Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 50% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use code SHAMELESSSEX at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Shameless Sex Podcast on November 1st. 2020, the no, day no, after... November, November 2nd. November 2nd, 2020, <laughs> two days after Halloween, which was a full moon, which was also a blue moon. And it was like, it was a second full moon of October, and it was like Dia... That's, and that's why it's a blue moon. I think it was a Dia de los Muertos as well. I think it was the same day. It was all the things. All uh, so I hope you all had a safe and wonderful Halloween. I'm sure it was very different than... Well, for a lot of people, because if you have kids and you can't walk around all the houses and take candy from strangers. And tomorrow's a very important day because it is the four-year presidential election. <gasps> it happens every four years. So and, and that's actually the day when this podcast will be released. So if yes. you're listening, on the day this podcast is released, did you go vote? Go and vote. Go vote. I hope you're registered to vote. Go vote. It is your right. It yes. is. Yes, go. We won't tell you who to vote for, but go and vote. Just go and just go and do some things. Do it. Your opinion matters. So before we dive into this wonderful podcast, all about sexual mastery for penis owners, let's talk about vulvas. That's right. OMGS.com. You've heard us talk about it many, many times before. So there's this online program where you can go and you can learn all about how to please a vulva. Season one is external. Season two is internal. Whether you have a vulva and you're like, I want to know how to master my vulva, how to have more orgasms, better orgasms, bigger orgasms, more pleasure. Or maybe you can add this to the sexual mastery for penis owners. You can learn how to pleasure vulvas. Or maybe you're not a penis owner and you want to learn how to pleasure vulvas. Go check it out. It's changed my life and my clients absolutely love it. Our listeners love it. It. It's omgs.com backslash shameless. You get $5 off. It's packed with tasteful short videos, and they did research with thousands of vulva owners to see how they like to pleasure themselves, how they have their orgasms, and then they made these short videos to actually show you the techniques. You know, we're visual learners, so this is how we learn. So again, go check it out if you want to know more about how to be the master of the vulva, omgs.com backslash shameless. You'll know what I'm talking about. We have a sex question, a bio. This podcast is extra fun because it's with Eric Everhard. Okay, the name already uh, sells it. Um, he is a former porn star, director, turned coach, and he is also an author. He wrote a book that he will talk to you about, about how to be a master lover, specifically written towards uh, four penis owners who are vulva admirers. Um and so, and he's awesome. He's very well spoken. And April's like, oh, I think I've seen some of your porn in the past. He's done 3,000 films or something, yeah. both directed. And he, I mean, obviously, maybe, and if I hadn't seen him in a porn, it was maybe I've seen him at like the X Biz Awards, the Porn oh, Awards yeah. or something. He was very familiar. And, and you, or maybe you winked to him before. 
Maybe. What's fun? That's a fun. We're like, I winked to you once. Will you? <laughs> can I get your autograph? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a fun podcast. And so um, this is our number one topic that people want. They want to learn how to be master lovers in the bedroom. So it's coming from a. Um, is he an ex porn star? Does he say that? Because I, I think he still does porn. Remember, he said he was in Budapest shooting something and oh. open in in the public and he oh, got yeah. arrested. Yeah, that's how hard he works for the money. He'll get arrested for the money. So I don't know if he's currently shooting porn where in Eastern Europe, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. He had some good tips. Though. I was talking he's, about he's them. He's so smart. Yeah, I was sharing some of the things he said with my partner, and my partner's like, he sounds awesome. And then I think he Googled him and saw him on, on, on the interwebs, and he's easy to find. You ready for a sex question? Yeah. <gasps> okay. My husband has some form of ED, erectile dysfunction. We've been working with a sex therapist for a year and have made a lot of progress, but we still struggle with orgasming inside during vaginal sex. He is fine with oral, but vaginal doesn't produce the same sensations for him, and we often have to switch back to oral for him to finish. We both very much like to change this so we can make a baby. Kind of hard to make that from oral sex, also known as impossible, unless you're a miracle child. Anyway... We were jerk, jerking. We were joking about about that. Maybe he needs a sex doll to practice masturbating with that exact same sensation. And I thought about it, and maybe I don't know. Maybe there's a sex doll that might actually help him. But I expect there's some sort of male sex toy options that you can recommend that would create the sensation of vaginal sex that he can use as a supplement to our therapy to practice with. So what's so interesting to me is we just answered with Nick Scopoletti the opposite of this. Can't orgasm from oral sex right. and only from vaginal sex. And we're like, what about hand drops? He's like, fuck hand drops. But anyways, and I've heard of this from a number of people more so on, in that part of outside the spectrum that uh, or, oral sex is more challenging for them than vaginal. Um, so this is quite the reverse. And so I want to bring that up because this shows... One that, again, our brain is our largest sex organ. And so this is all, you know, an imprinting in the brain, just kind of like I can only orgasm with a vibrator or I can only orgasm with porn. Yeah. It's this, the belief or the story, this very strong, strong story in our brain that this is the only way I can come. Um, and, and so, okay, so with oral sex, we don't know why, what, the, what is this about the sensations? Is it the wetness? Is it the watching a mouth up and down on your cock and that's really hot to you? Is it the tightness of the lips? And, and so there's just some things that come to mind for me. One, how can you recreate those things in in vaginal sex in mm-hmm. some way, shape, or form? Um, is it that you need more lube? I don't know. I, or, or, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. If it's a tightness thing, um, you can even like add, around the base of the cock, you could even take your hands around the base of the cock to add more tightness. If that's what it is, like maybe the lips are really tight for, there's more pressure with a blowjob. Yeah. And maybe the vaginal sex isn't giving that. Or maybe you, so do you do that? Add some tightness with bringing your fingers into the sex, like gripping around the base of the cock. Um, also, another thing in terms of practicing with sex toys, because the, we're talking about the brain being the largest sex organ here, this is all mind over matter, or as Barbara Carillas would say, fake it till you make it, and using your imagination. Um, for, so maybe for him to create a self-pleasuring practice where he's either using his hand or some sex toys that are well-looped, but he's either 
somehow wa- like watching some porn that's about vaginal sex or actually is envisioning having having vaginal sex with you while he's self-pleasuring to kind of mimic that and m- make this new imprint in his brain. So a hand, you could do that. You got a whole bunch of lube, but he would just have to envision vaginal sex, vaginal sex fucking. Yeah, fucking. You, could, you could get one of the Fleshlight products Fleshlight too, kind of products too. That feel like flesh and they have some that mimic after certain folks' vaginas. Yeah. Orange vaginas. There's ones that look. Tanga makes yeah. some stuff too. Yeah. Tanga products. Uh, Kiru. K-I-I-R-O-O. And it's a masturbation sleep that actually hooks up with porn too. Mm-hmm, it does. And so you can watch some sort of vaginal sex porn and imagine you're having that vaginal sex while you're using that masturbator. There's uh, all kinds of things. If you go to purepleasureshop.com and you go to the masturbation sleeve section, there's all kinds of products there. And there's some that look like... A, a pussy and there's some that don't right. and even if they don't look like a pussy he can use it and just imagine that he's having sex with a pussy as practice they could get a whole sex doll but i don't know if that's necessary because i mean it, they can be very expensive yeah. so if you don't want to invest a few thousand dollars into an elaborate sex doll if you do awesome there's tons of those available i will go the route of a fleshlight or you can also get like a mount for the fleshlight so mm-hmm. you can actually basically fuck it like yeah. you would i think f- just so you know i just i did my research on this fleshlight is back ordered everywhere oh they right are yeah they're because of well COVID. tanga then yeah. tanga there's tanga there's the apollo sleeve which oh, yeah. is in there's, there's kiru yeah they're, there's, they're there's, right the fleshlight they are sold out right now yeah they're because of covid they're yeah. having a manufacturing issue so <laughs> yeah but so but there's all these other products again just go to the masturbation sleeve section at purepleasureshop.com and even if it doesn't look like a pussy he would just use his imagination and envision having vaginal sex. And it's kind of like that masturbation challenge that we did for Masturbation mm-hmm. May where you, he would make it a regular practice. And it might not happen right away, but the more that he gets used to this and habituates and creates this new imprinting of, oh, I can have an orgasm from vaginal sex by imagining it through masturbation, uh, pretending like he's having vaginal sex, then you'd start practice that in actual sex. Here's the other thing. If you have a whole bunch of vaginal sex and you take blowjobs off the table and you play around with the different types of motions and movements, he'll probably eventually learn how to come from vaginal sex. Very true. It's just that the brain's like, I get off from blowjobs and you keep moving to the blowjobs. Of course, you're just going to stick that way. Same with me when I'm like, I can only get off the vibrator. If mm-hmm. I keep going to the vibrator, that stays. Uh, so it's just creating these practices. Um, and then <laughs> the last thing if it's really just about making a baby and it's not about learning how to have orgasms and vaginal sex, you could suck his cock until he's about to come. And the minute he's about to come, you could just shove it inside also, of you. <laughs> also, I did think about that too. I was like, well, yeah. there are ways to go about that. But I imagine it's more than that. It's probably just like, you probably want more than just making a baby. It's like, it'd be nice for him to be able to have orgasms from vaginal sex. Many different sex. ways. Right. Yeah. 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 So from other, other options there. So these are some things to try. Have fun. Go, oh, by the way, purepleasureshop.com, you get 15% off with coupon code shameless sex on all of your masturbation pleasures yes. and other sex toys as well should we learn about eric everhard i love eric everhard and his name and when i first heard it i was like does he live up to the name oh he lives up to the name you'll learn why in this podcast tell us about eric everhard april okay eric ever everhard is one of the world's top male porn stars having starred in and directed over three thousand films eric is a professional coach and one of the most decorated adult performers of the 21st century He is a leading authority on sexual and mental techniques, 
which can empower men and bring them success in the bedroom as well as in all other aspects of their lives. In addition to his wealth of practical knowledge, he holds a master's level certification in neolinguistic programming, NLP. To learn more, visit ericeverhard.com. And that's Eric with a K, everyone. E-R-I-K, everhard.com. And that's neuro-linguistic programming, NLP. All right, let's dive into the podcast. But first... We all know 2020 is a little nuts, so why not shift the focus to your nuts? Manscaped is on a mission to help you treat your testes like your besties with the newly released Crop Care Kit. This kit will have your precious jewels feeling like they hit the jackpot with the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Testy Toner. And they even got you covered when you're on the go with the Crop Mop Ball Wipes. I love some freshies when it comes to the testies. And this kit has everything my man needs to keep his precious gems a-sparkling. And great news, everyone. Manscaped is now available in the UK, Canada, and Australia, keeping everything and everyone down under feeling fresh and fantastic. You're probably playing with your balls right now, so you might as well go and invest in the Crop Care Kit to make your balls feel elite and neat. And right now, you can get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with code SHAMELESS. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with code SHAMELESS. Come on, y'all. Add some swag to your saggy bags and grab yourself some Manscaped products. And now back to the show. All right, everyone. Episode time. Interview time. This is an exciting topic. So uh, in the last couple of years, we've done surveys with our listeners. of like, what are your favorite topics? And we have discovered that you all like a lot of different things, but you really love sexual mastery. You want to learn how to be a better lover, the best lover. April likes that. If someone tells her, best. April, you're the best. She's yes. like, oh my God, my panties are so wet. Um, and it's true. <laughs> it's true. And, uh, and anything from all kinds of sex, but this topic is specifically going to be geared towards penis owners and how you can learn to be a better lover. And we're speaking specifically with a porn star. You already heard a little bit in the bio, but Eric Everhard, and you're already like, wow, what a name. <laughs> <laughs> so without further ado, we'll dive in the podcast. And Eric, we always start with the same question. How did you get to where you are today in the field of sexuality, both when you did porn and then also to writing this book that uh, is available now? Oh, wow. Well, I mean, it's been a lifelong journey. But I would say I got to where I was by uh, consistent focus, paying attention, and never being satisfied. <laughs> wow. Well, and, and that's what got you into porn? Or that's in, in porn? Like, did you start doing porn? Well, I mean, that? getting into porn, I can give you that whole story. So uh, my foray into porn, uh, I was originally going to school in Vancouver because I'm from Canada originally. And uh, I was going to a massage therapy college. And on lunch break, um, they had uh, these newspapers, right? And it just had like band listings, you know, what's going on in the city. And so lunch break, I'd sit there, I'd read the, I'd read the newspaper. And one day, I'm reading the newspaper and I see this little four by four ad looking for uh, women and couples to do a porno movie. Yes. And so previously I was living with this one girlfriend 
And she used to, you know, casually say, she'd be like, oh, you know, you got a big dick. You could do porno, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, sweetheart. Because <laughs> you're thinking, well, okay, anybody that, that, you, that is, your, is, your, is your partner, they're not going to say you're horrible, you know? <laughs> they're going to, you know, so I took it all with a grain of salt. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And, but when I saw this ad, suddenly in my mind, I thought, well, that would be interesting, right? Um, so I started, uh, pursuing it. I, I gave them a call completely as I do understand now they basically hung up on me and were like, no. Right. And so I went back to my, to my, uh, schooling, went back to massage therapy, et cetera, et cetera. About six, seven months later, uh, on lunch break, once again, read the newspaper, boom, there's that ad again. I'm like, fuck. I didn't, I'm like, I didn't really put that much effort into it the first time. Right. So this time I was like, okay, let's, let's be diligent about this. So I started calling and calling and calling. And one day I got somebody new on the phone. So it wasn't the usual guy that hang, hangs up on me. Right. I get somebody new. And uh, he says to me, he's like, well, tell you what, come on down to our studio and we'll take some Polaroids of you. This is back in Polaroid time, right? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm dating myself how long I've been doing this. Well, the 18-year-olds um, are like, what's a Polaroid? <laughs> yeah, what's a Polaroid? Um, yeah, and he, he goes, and, you know, we'll just see if you got the equipment that you need. And, you know, maybe one day sometime in the future, maybe we could get you a job. But that was enough for me. I was like, hey, better than being hung up on, Right. So I went down to their studio, which was in this kind of seedy area of East Vancouver, and uh, went, knocked on the door, and uh, the guy opened it up and just looked me straight in the eyes and he was like, are you Mitch? I'm like, yeah. And then he just deadpan straight out says, can you fuck a girl for us right now? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, and I literally, I mean, I was just, I... I, I Literally, like, why eyes wide and just, I probably let out the, the tiniest little squeak of a, yep, like that. <laughs> right? Like, it was the last thing I expected. I think in the way that everything turned out, and I mean, we can, we can get a little woo-woo spiritual about it, but, you know, I do think um, certain opportunities come your way for a reason. So, I mean, for me, everything just really lined up in the proper way so you know i can't say that it was all just a oh, coincidence um because along the path i just had the right things get laid out time and time again that allowed me to not only get down to los angeles but then to be one of the most successful guys et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. so so you did you said yep and then you did you the did you yeah did i did i said yep and then uh shortly later i was filming my first scene in vancouver and uh you know for me it was it was no big deal i mean my thought process behind it at the time was i thought to myself this will make a really cool story mm-hmm. like that was it i was just thinking well you know when i'm 85 years old and i'm in depends undergarments in the old folks home playing poker I wanted to have the coolest story amongst all the guys. So, so that was really my, like, there was no part of me that thought, hey, this is a career. There is no part of me that said, hey, I'm going to take this career and turn it into coaching men and improving their lives. Nothing. I was just like, well, this time cool story. And, and then I go back to my school life, right? So uh, did the scene. It was easy. 
I had no problem. I remember the producer coming into the room and being like, you know, anytime in the next 10 minutes, if you could produce a cum shot, I was like, okay, like 30 (laughs) seconds later, bam. Like I literally, things that I realized were so difficult for guys as, as I progressed and I, you know, saw, I mean, just, it was just so easy. Right. So I was like, oh yeah, okay, done. Then they gave me some money. I was like, what? Aid? And it was actually more money than, than I was making at the security job that I was doing at nights, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, okay, great. And then I was like, well, have a nice day. <laughs> great meeting you guys. And uh, went back to my life. And then it was about probably three days later, my phone rings. And, uh, and I pick it up and it's, it's them. And they're like, uh, hey, can you come by and do that again? I was like, um, okay. Not then... <laughs> Then uh, later on, uh, the editor confided in me that I was the only guy that had come around that was able to do it. Wow. So up up till then, the owner of the company did every scene for this company. Not because, I mean, obviously he liked doing scenes, but that wasn't the reason. It was just like, there was nobody else, Mm -hmm. right? Like and when you say to, to do it is like to not be camera shy, to come with exactly when they said, we want you to come now, as opposed to like what, what people would say too early, too late, not have control. Yeah. So, so here's the thing, like when I've, I've broken down to being super, super successful as a, as a adult male actor down to five criteria. If, if you're going to be famous and you're going to be top of your game. Um, number one is ability to obtain a hard on very quickly around strangers in any situation. Um, number two, you should be able to produce a cum shot within a minute of being asked. Number three, you should be bigger than average. You don't need to be John Holmes or some horse, but there, there is a limit, you know, because they need to see for the camera. Number four, you should be decently good looking. That does not mean you need to be Brad Pitt, but obviously, you know, if you're not attractive, the top girls are probably going to say, no, they don't want to work with you. And then number five, which is probably the most important, you need to be able to extract something from the woman that would not have occurred if you personally were not in the scene with her. So what you're doing, right, is for that 45 minutes, or 60 minutes, however long, you ideally, if you can get her off a million times, make her forget that there is a camera in the room, make her forget that everybody's in the room, then you've done your job. Damn. <laughs> and, that, and that's, so that's what I mean, because, because there, when, when I say extracting, it's like you're extracting emotion, you're extracting passion, you're extracting, you're getting something because, you know, if you, if you take the lens, right? And this may be a poor analogy, but run with me on this. If you take the lens that basically if, if, if the woman was a Ferrari, well, I mean, you can have the local janitor drive a Ferrari and he can probably get it around the block, you know, without crashing it. Or you can have Michael Schumacher drive the Ferrari and he can do time lapse around Nuremberg, right? It, it's, but it's the same. The, the car has not changed. It's just how you're driving it. I like that analogy, actually. So... so- 
let's let I have a question for you because on the show we say a lot that porn is awesome for entertainment we love porn we're both advocates for porn but not for education and a lot of folks do get education from porn do you agree with us why or why not okay so here is how I go into that porn is not education okay porn is now, that's not to say that there, there isn't education in it, but what I teach men is what I learned through the whole process. This is not what you would learn watching because they are completely different things. So to me, porn is um, it's performance art, right? Um, in the sense of there is a because it's a performance art, it's extremely visual because you know, obviously our demographic that we're, that we're selling to is, is men, right? Who are extremely visual creatures. So you're, you're dealing with something that is extremely visual and that doesn't mean that what you're doing feels good. It just means it looks cool. So there, there are a lot of things that we will do that are visually appealing, but as far as sexual fulfilling, Oh God, no. (laughs) And, um, and the thing is, it works both ways. Like I can be with a woman, you know, in the scene and the director will ask us to do something. And we just kind of look at each other like, okay, you know, and they look at me like, yeah, okay. Cause we both know, oh, this fucking sucks. Right. <laughs> like for both of us, like, it's not like it's a one-way street. It's like, uh, we're doing something that collectively we're like, oh God, okay, let's do this. Right. Um, so no, from, from an education perspective, um, I don't think there's a lot of value in it educationally. If that, if that kind of answered your question. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I just thought of, so um, my uh, partner has, has kids and, um, and just had a conversation with the youngest about porn um, who, who was watching some porn and, mm-hmm. you know, they discovered that. And, um, and instead of shaming him, like, you never do this. This is wrong. This is bad. He actually used it as an opportunity to explain that this is not, you know, these are actors, actresses, et cetera. They're trained professionals. And, and I don't know what exactly he used his exact words, but this is not real life. This is not how women necessarily want their bodies to be treated or, or touched. And, um, and when you're, there's nothing, you're not, you didn't do anything bad or wrong. You know, you're not bad or wrong. This is not abnormal for you to have this interest, but this isn't where you learn. And, 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 and I forgot exactly how he stated this too, but it was like, almost like, you know, there'll be a time and place for you that where it's, where you can watch this, we will be able to understand more of that, but this isn't, isn't where you, where you learn. So I think it can and actually be um, an educational opportunity, not by watching and being like, oh, I learned how to have sex from that, but also how to learn what real sex is by, um, by, by going into it, knowing that it is just designed for the shock value and to be highly intense. And, you know, those key points that you listed there aren't necessarily realistic in terms of how all men's bodies are, you know, penis owners' bodies, et cetera. So I'm curious, that part that you said though about, you said like the Ferrari analogy. Um, so, and so is that way by, by working in porn, you said that you're saying that you, um, you learned a lot about sex women and understanding yourself as a sexual being. Is there more to that and what you learned in working in porn? Well, so, I mean, working in porn, I learned so much. So for one, I really learned self-mastery and I understand, I understand that from a male perspective because you, 
if you don't learn self-mastery, you're out of a job. Like there's no, there's no tomorrow, right? So what does that mean? Well, it means you have to learn all the mental hacks that it takes to overcome your performance anxiety. You have to overcome it in the moment, right? You have to say, okay, well, what, what is it going to take for me to get blood in this thing right now, no matter what, right? Like, how do I overcome, um, you know, either all these people watching on set, how do I overcome I'm out in public and they want me to do something crazy in public? Um, I mean, the most intense thing I ever did was I did in a public square in Budapest at noon with the police watching. <laughs> oh, nice. And you're still able to get hard and come when you want. I, oh, I did it. I did it. I, we, did, we did then get arrested, but that's, that's beside the story. But I mean, I, I pulled it off, right? So, so I've pushed, I've pushed to, you know, and I've done, I've done live shows before in front of like in a bar in front of a crowd. So I've pushed those limits. And, you know, even for me, they are difficult but not impossible to overcome. So you learn, well, what is, what, what, what kind of mind frame do I have to get into to overcome that? What do I need to focus on? How can I diminish all those thoughts that are coming in my head? Because, you know, if you're breaking it down, I say for men, you know, sex is 90% mental and 10% physical. All the problems guys have, it's, it's mostly mental, right? You know, do I measure up? Am I good enough? Uh, am I going to get hard? Oh God, I hope I don't come in two minutes, but it goes, you know, they, they get inside their head and it becomes a, a, a big negative loop spiral that just never ends, never ends, never ends. Right. So it was like, okay, well, first I got to deal with that. Then, uh, part of the body mastery is, okay, well, how do you master, um, the ability to ejaculate on command all the time? Right. Because, you know, for a lot of guys, that, that can be where they struggle. I remember um, this was uh, in, in back in LA. I was, I was sitting, having a coffee um, on the street and this fan sees me and he's like, oh man, you're like Everhart. I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's like, can I take a photo? Yeah, okay. And he starts asking me and he's like, well, you know, what does it take to do porno? And I told him those five things and we only got to number two. I told him ability to come on command when you're told. And he just looked at me just wide out. He's like, what? You don't just like, come whenever you feel like it? I said, oh, no, 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 no. It's a money shot for a reason. And I'm owned. Mm-hmm. Like I'm owned. You know, I mean, 30 seconds into a scene, I feel like coming. Well, I better figure it out because I got 50 minutes left to go. So, so learning that and being in that environment where, where it's dog eat dog, right? Like you, you, you have no choice. It's either you, you figure it out and and get it under control or you're, you're, you're fired. Like the, they, they move on and they get somebody else. So, so those things, those things were extremely valuable. And then it was the feedback that you would get from women because of the environment um, that porno is. And what I mean by that is I think it's the most honest environment you're ever going to be in as far as feedback goes, because, okay, you have, you have um, the time when you are um, doing the actual movie, but that's the only part that, that the, the paying public sees. They don't see every time the camera cuts and then people are just having fun just because they're, they've got a good connection and they're, you know, got a good vibration together. Right. 
And what they miss is the fact that all those moments, they're big teaching moments and they're teaching moments because there's no, the lack of emotional connection allows both sides to be honest and nobody's ever walking on eggshells. And I, I, I really cannot think of any real situation that exists where you'd be able to sleep with that many people where that would be a reality. Because when I think about it, it's like, okay, let's look at, let's look at, you know, from, and I'm talking just from a guy's perspective, um, where are the opportunities to be able to sleep with thousands of women, right? Well, number one would be you're super famous, like you're Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Well, no woman is telling Leo that he sucks in bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if they're sleeping with Leo, they're doing it because they just want that, that check mark. Like, hey, I got Leo. Guess what, girlfriends? I, I guess who I slept with last night? <laughs> no. And, and then, you know, after that, you know, oh, he came in two seconds. Eh, I don't care. I, I still, it was good experience, right? So, so Leo's not learning anything, right? Because anybody's going to say, wow, you're Leo. You're amazing. So that's, that's number one. Then you have number two, where you could look at, you know, some super billionaire who maybe is just hiring a ton of escorts, right? Well, their job is to say, you're amazing. Like no escort goes out there and says, wow, you really suck tonight, (laughs) but but can you pay me? Please, I'd like some (laughs) money, right? So again, there's no honesty there. You know, in porno where it's like, you know, I'm being paid, she's being paid, we're both being paid by a third party. Now there's nothing between us. Like, you know, if she thinks I'm horrible, she can straight out be like, wow, you suck. Blah, blah. Like, it's, it's a super honest conversation. Okay, time for a quick break. This podcast was made possible by Intimo Pleasurables. Fun fact, your bits are made of a mucous membrane, which means they absorb everything you put on them. That's why we love Intimo Pleasurables plant-based loops and sexual self-care products, because we know we are using only the best ingredients during sexy time. When it comes to water-based lube, our favorite is without a doubt the smooth operator. It smells like roses and is made with hyaluronic acid, making it super moisturizing. It's also anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, and mimics natural vaginal pH levels. And guess what? Intimo Pleasurables also offers some fabulous sex toys, including the Jolette dildo, designed to hit all the right places. And right now, our listeners get 20% off site-wide when you use code SHAMELESSSEX20 at IntimoPleasureBoutique.com. That's 20% off anything on their site, including ethically made, body-friendly lubricants, and sexual care products. Just go to IntamoPleasureBoutique.com and use code SHAMELESSSEX20. And be sure to follow them on Instagram at IntimoPleasureBoutique. Go check it out. And now back to the show. One of the first things that I'll tell guys, right, is you understand where you're starting from. Like, what's your default state, right? And what I mean by that is, is I'll ask them, I'll say, well, okay, what is it like if you were to just sit at home right now and, I don't know, pull up your laptop, whatever, whatever you need as, as, you know, visual or mental material, but get yourself a hard on, right? Like, what is it like when there's no pressure, there's nobody in the room, it's just you, how hard does it get? How fast does it get hard? Et cetera, et cetera. Like let's, let's define what is your default now state, right? Because that's the true you, right? So 
you know, one of the things that, that, that'll happen is, you know, guys will get into a situation where they're, where they're with a woman and, and then they get in their head and, oh, my dick doesn't work. Well, no, hold on a second. It's not working in this moment right now, but that's not what it is. You know, you have to really ingrain the fact that your fucking dick works, right? So the situation now is totally separate, but you can't sit there and say that it is, it is a physical problem right? It's a mental problem. Okay. Now we know it's a mental problem. We can deal with it, right? So things that I recommend guys, the first one to me is focus on doing. Because when you are 100% focused on doing, it's the same thing like meditation in a sense, right? It's like, I I mean, I do meditation. I don't know if you do, both of you do forms of meditation, but you know, like for example, you know, if you're, if you're focused on your mantra or you're focused on your breath, whatever it is, when you've got that, that 100%, 100% focus, it's like there's no thoughts coming in your brain, right? And then as your focus kind of wanes or whatever, then it's like, oh, geez, what am I having for lunch, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, back to the breath. Okay, oh, now no thoughts, you know, zen again, right? Um, and, you know, for a lot of guys, I'll, I'll, I'll give a weightlifting analogy because, you know, as, as a longtime weightlifter, I find it's very useful you know, if you have a couple hundred pounds on the bar, are you thinking about like what you should be eating later? Like, are you thinking about like, oh, geez, I wonder if that girl's going to call me back. No, all you're thinking about is, God, I hope I don't get crushed right now. This weight has to go up. And it really, really narrows your focus. Like you are 100%. Like that's all that your thought is. And if you can take that same energy and just focus on the woman, on giving her pleasure, on what you're doing to her, if you focus on the doing, now you're out of your head. Mm-hmm. And you should focus not just on doing, but doing what you like. Because, because as a guy, if you're just focused on just doing, but it's something that obviously turns you off, that's not going to help. That's not helping the wood department, right? So, so you're, you're walking this dance of obviously you want to be giving her pleasure, but you also have to Stay in your lane of what you know works for you. But if you give it 100% focused attention, you, you suddenly your mind, it just goes away. Mm. Because you can't be sitting there 100% focused on what you're doing and having thoughts. You're oscillating between one and the other. You know, it's like, it's like how people talk about multitasking, how multitasking doesn't actually exist. It's just the people that are good multitaskers can switch their brain between two things really fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not both things like it's in, not both things at the same time. I like that way you, that you said it's a combination, you know, it's not just because if you're just focusing on her pleasure, that itself can be this goal oriented thing that can take you. And then also you can be pushing your own boundaries and like, I'm not really into this, but I'm doing this for this other person. Um, and so it's a combination of here's something that I actually enjoy and some people just enjoy giving pleasure. So like, hey, there you go. You can get into that. But you're also still giving pleasure. Um, and and a lot of what you're saying really lands for me. And what April and I talk about and teach is like, is one is presence and how important that is to show up with presence and not being this distracted all over the place, thinking about what you're going to have for lunch later. Um, and two, finding a way to, to feel pleasure, joy, and get off to giving pleasure combined with also looking out for your own boundaries and doing things that you also to, to enjoy um, can add up to a really, really wonderful sexual experience. And especially some, in my experience, really great givers um, and, and lovers. 
Um, so, but it just, your way of wording is, is, is a, is a different way, but, and, and I love it. I'm really appreciating that. Um, and so I'm, and so I'm just curious. So your, so your tips here too, that you're sharing for people is, uh, is I'm, I'm hearing you learning how to master presence, probably taking up a meditation practice, probably, you know, hiring a coach and working with you, maybe reading your book as well. Um, and so, and I just want to add to that. Does, so does all of this, this same stuff apply to, you know, because a lot of listeners here want to know about the whole thing about not being able to get hard when they want to, and also not be able to come when they want to. So is it, it's the similar application to these things as well. Well, okay. So for example, with, um, with getting hard, one of the things that I will tell people is, you know, you need to set yourself up for success. So what do I mean by that? Well, and again, I'm going to give you an analogy here. Um, have you guys, did you, either one of you ever watch like World's Strongest Man or one of those competitions? I don't you know, okay. Did, yeah. you, did you ever see where they strap like straps to a guy and he's got to pull like a airplane or pull like a semi-truck oh, trailer? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. okay. So run with me here on this one. So here's the thing that I learned, right? You know, being a penis owner for many years and as I said, you know, having to figure this out is much like that where if you watch those guys pulling the truck, pulling the, the airplane, when they start, they're doing these little stutter, stutter steps and they're barely moving it. I mean, the thing is just creeping along. And then, you know, as time goes, they get that inertia, they get the momentum, and suddenly they're running down the track with an airplane or a semi-truck trailer behind them. And you're like, damn, this <laughs> like moving, right? But your dick's the same way, right? So the... The first 30% of blood is the hardest to get in there. To go from 30% to 100%, thousand times easier. Hmm. Thousand times easier. So it's like, you know, like, so when we're breaking down, okay, like I need to get hard. Well, you need to get that first 25, 30% in there, right? And what I will often tell guys is I'll say, look, you know, you, you want to set yourself up for success in all ways possible. So ideally, when you're dealing with performance anxiety and you're in a sexual interaction, you're going to focus on doing, you know, I prefer pussy eating because I think that's one of the best ways that you can, you can do this and it makes it inclusive for everybody and it's an amazing distraction for the woman. So um, at the time that you're eating pussy, you're just playing with yourself and you're just doing it to get that 20% in there because here's what happens. Okay. Second, you have 20% in there. What happens from a psychological perspective? Oh my God. There's there's blood flow. What happens as soon as there's blood flow? Oh yeah. Yeah. Things are going to be okay. And as soon as you say things are going to be okay, well, what happens? More fucking blood flow because now you're oh, Hey, this is, and then, you know, next thing you're, you're sitting there with, you know, full mass and you're thinking like, Oh, I'm the king of the world. Right. (laughs) Like, and then at that point you're like, Oh, I got this. Right. But before that, you know, there was the anxiety, oh my God, am I going to get hard? Is it, you know, this, is it that, you know, you're, you're just going down that negative loop. So I'll tell guys, I'm like, Hey, you don't need to get hard, but just get that, get that 20% in there because that is what's going to give you the confidence. The blood flow begets the confidence, right? As soon as you have some blood flow, your system starts to relax because then it just says, okay, everything's going to be okay. And you do yourself a better service because, you know, then if the woman's going to be giving you oral pleasure, there's no stress on your part. 
Because if you turn over and you have a tiny shriveled up little worm again, now she's holding it, she's looking at it, she can see it's not hard. And what happens to the guy's brain? Oh God, now she's got it in her hand. Now she's looking at, fuck, I hope this thing gets hard, mm. right? Which as soon as you say that, you are actually making it so it's not going to. Because mm-hmm. now you've flooded your thoughts with that negative thought, right? So we want to avoid right from the go, like cut off that negative spiral. Like let's have a positive spiral because you get that blood flow going. That's what's starting the positive spiral and the positive spiral is what you need. I think some of the best things that people with playing with penis owners can do when they're not getting hard is to let them know like it's, it's all good. There's not this pressure. Like it's, it's all good with like soft cock, whatever. We can keep playing. I'm just having a good time playing with you. And all of a sudden there's some blood flow that starts to show up often. Um, or, or also the idea, uh, what you're saying too, reminds me of something that um, Barbara Corella, she wrote Urban Tantra and I just took a workshop with her and she said, uh, experience follows thought and also belief follows thought, right? So we have the thought, I'm not going to get hard. Well, the experience of not getting hard follows that, but we mm-hmm. have the, the thought and that thought will come up if you feed it too much then the experience that you don't want to have and can follow that um and or the belief that it can get really stuck and so yeah like what you're saying is like that that might come up but don't don't buy into it don't make it a belief um and catch it before it actually gets that becomes this powerful thing that controls you uh, and then, and I like the other idea too, of like when you're pleasuring someone, we say the same thing too, like as a pussy owner who wants to pleasure a penis owner and wants to maybe get my body a little more hyped up as I'm maybe sucking their cock or something, I can touch my pussy and, and then get more blood flow, my own arousal so that when we start to engage in something else, my body is more there too. And it can just make the dick sucking even more exciting as well. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, so what about your book? You wrote this awesome book, Unleash Your Sexual Superpowers, Important Stars Guide to Sexual Mastery. Tell us a little, what, what can people expect from this? Well, basically what I did, um, you know, as my journey went on, you know, my, my spiritual journey and my journey of self, I realized that like this is needed, right? And I got to the point I had so much information. There was, in a giving back sense, I was like, well, it would be a shame like if I died tomorrow and I didn't actually get this out there and try to help people in some fashion, right? Because here I've been blessed with this crazy experiment for 22 years where I managed to get all this knowledge that just nobody has access to. Like it's, it's, it's a very strange experiment to be a porno actor from that perspective, because it's like you, you're, you're exposed to virtually every type of sex imaginable. And you've been exposed to almost every situation imaginable. So you're able to um, take learnings from all of it. So so yeah, that was that was the genesis for starting the process of writing it. And then, uh, you know, within the book, basically I cover everything from, uh, you know, performance anxiety, uh, how to last longer in bed, premature ejaculation, uh, anal sex, pussy eating, different positions, why certain ones work, why other ones don't, um, lubes, toys, eating for anal, um, maneuvers of consciousness. Uh, Wait, what's eating for anal? I got to know what's eating for anal. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just, just, I go through typically what a lot of girls will do as far as a cleaning procedure, ah, if okay. that's necessary. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, and that encompasses, you know, obviously, well, for, for some people like eating schedules, hmm. then there is um, the actual cleanup procedure and all these things. Like if people want to go to that nth degree where they are 
absolutely. Because there are people that are super paranoid germaphobes and they're like, man, I am so paranoid of just, you know, trying anal with a woman because I'm, I'm afraid of, you know, being shit on or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. So for those people, if they're at all squeamish, it's like, well, okay, here would be the cleanup protocol. And that's the best you can do, but at least it's here. And if she wants to follow it, she can. Have a shower handy. Don't hit the Indian food buffet. <laughs> that will not. I I, I thought the uh, the all you can eat chili con carne oh, dinner was uh, oh, perfect. Like three hours before, perfect. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and then let's do some anal fisting, right? <laughs> oh my god, your book sounds awesome! I can't wait to read it. I know your book, does, and, and I guess so. Before we have to sign off, which I'm bummed because. You are such an incredible guest. Thank you for all of your knowledge and sharing everything. You, no it's amazing. You've been in over directed and starred in over three thousand films. So, I guess my question is, where can people number one buy your book and number two find the work that you've done? You're, you're when you don't get arrested in in uh, Budapest. And also, yeah, you, you, not, do, you do coaching too, like one on one coaching yeah, or group yeah, programs. I do, or, I do. I do one on right 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 now. I do one on one coaching with men. And then uh, there's uh, also my book, and uh, I have a free Facebook group for men as well. So if uh, if they go to www.ericeverhard.com, E-R-I-K, uh, they can find all my offers and everything. And uh, yeah. And your book? Are you on the social the, medias? Are you social? Are you are you oh yeah, on the socials. The oh. socials. Um, I'm on Instagram as uh, Eric Everhard Official. Um, so I'm dropping uh, pieces of knowledge every day there. Uh, so if they want uh, a deeper experience, they can go there and just catch up little nuggets about everything. And then, yeah, and then the book is available everywhere. So uh, Barnes and Noble, Amazon, you can find it everywhere. Just to unleash your sexual superpowers. Now we know why he's named Eric Everhard. Like it's legit. <laughs> yeah. And that's a pretty creative stage name. I mean, really it's great. Stage I was name. like, Oh, Eric Everhard, no pressure there. Yeah. So but he outed his real name, Mitch. Mitch. I know we know your real name now. We know. Oh, yeah. Oh, so it's out there. Yeah. It's out there. Well, thank you so much for joining us and for sharing all of your shameless tips and we hope to yeah, see you again soon whenever you're stateside, Eric Everhard, or we'll just check out all of your social handles and some of your work that you've done. I've actually seen you in porn before. I you have? That, I said that to you. Was when, it taxi cab porn? I don't remember. No. <laughs> she loved taxi but cab I, when porn. You, when we pulled up the website, your website, I was like, oh, I've seen him. I, ma- I know him. <laughs> I, I usually love, I've masturbated. You're like, ah, oh, he's old hat. No, you're nah, still- you you good looking man. Yeah, I know. I'd still watch you in some things. So, so. <laughs> I, I just want to encourage all of you to grab a glass of wine right now and go find Eric Everhard <laughs> on the web. And if you want to grab some wine that Amy and I love so very much, check out marginswine.com and find out why Amy and I have loved, loved, loved the boutique small batch, beautifully made wine now for almost like three years. I think it's, it's been a long time. We've been drinking for a while. We've been drinking for a while. And <laughs> we have coupon codes that you can get a discount. Just check out our website, shamelessx.com. Also, go ahead. I challenge you and I invite you at the same time to give us five stars on iTunes because we read every single review, y'all, and we love, love, love our shameless sex listeners so thank you for being part of the shameless sex revolution we'll see you next tuesday ciao for now this podcast was made possible by uberloop it's a luxurious silicone lubricant that enhances sex and intimacy 
We receive emails from listeners who have tried Uberloop, and the feedback is unanimous. We never knew Loop could be this good. It's also less likely to throw off the pH than most other lubes, and there are thousands of doctors recommending Uberloop to their patients, whether they want to make their hot sex even hotter or for folks experiencing dryness. It has no flavor, no scent, and feels absolutely amazing on my body. And it isn't just for sex. I use it to tame my hair frizzies, to prevent chafing, and I even put some in my mouth before an oral sex session. Totally ups my blowjob game. Oh, and the bottle, it's beautiful. It looks like a cosmetic product. So I just leave it out on my nightstand totally shamelessly. To learn why we think it's the best lube on the planet, check out uberlube.com and use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off plus free shipping. Again, that's uberlube.com and use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off and free shipping. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use code SHAMELESSSEX at purepleasureshop.com.